I'll work. It's something, something I aspire to be is to master my duck face selfies. <laughs> girls still are girls still doing those duck lip selfies. I don't see it selfies? too often. You know what else kind of died off is like the dog face filter too. Mm. Oh, the tongue. Oh, the tongue I hated would go that. Out. I yeah. Hated. I don't see those anymore, and I don't see a lot of duck lips. I've seen a couple duck, only a couple duck selfie girls, but it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare now. It used to be a thing. Remember. I'm, yeah. I skipped that phase. I'm glad you skipped that phase. Yeah. No one looks no one looks great with right. the duck lip selfies. It's not a, so. <laughs> the best are the duck self the duck lip selfies with like the really really overfilled lips, and I'm like they already looked big. <laughs> like you don't need to extra duck it, you know. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Podcast time. It's Monday. It's Labor Day. And for us, Labor Day means more work. Yes. That's how we do it. Heck yeah. Show them how to labor. So. <laughs> no one labors better than us. No. Laboring all day. Oh. So, trying to deliver this baby for 22 years. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Today is Labor Day. We Happy are excited, yes, to get hard to work and labor for you on this podcast. And. Which is funny because this podcast is about balance. <laughs> I don't see the correlation. But you don't see the correlation of Labor understand. Day being like a day off and we're working and we have, you know, our balance ways um, in the work department. I guess you can move, maneuver it like yeah. that, I suppose. So, That's a stretch, though. But is it? Okay. It's okay. I'm reaching here. Maybe, maybe I'm just, uh, my mind isn't as evolved and I don't comprehend it. No, we're just... It's, I feel like it's funny because brain. people will say you're not balanced because you do shows all the time, but then also I'm not balanced because I work all the time. And then, but we kind of live our life. So it's like Labor Day. We're supposed to have a day off, but we don't. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I don't, I don't understand why people don't say I'm balanced. Like, I, <laughs> have you seen what I can do in heels? Like, you, that's some balance. You do you know? balance. You do balance. I can balance on my hands. Can you balance on your hands? I don't I can't. know. If, I, I saw you crawl into a crawl what, car once on your hands. Yeah, that's from some legs, balance right legs there. First. <laughs> legs yeah, that's first. Do you remember that? You walked into the yeah. car on a handstand, legs first, and some guy was walking by and he was screaming. Or he was like, he was like, whoa, what is that? <laughs> that was pretty funny. So these random intro podcasts are my favorite. Me too. I'm just going to listen to intros of our podcast for the next like. Me, we should do an intro compilation That'd at be some fun. point. And then just make it one podcast. There you go. For the, the week we get lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lazy week. Oh, but but uh, we err on the side of working hard, so we don't have yeah, that balance. Exactly. <laughs> so it's never going to come. Sure. So anyway, uh, first off, got to address this shirt here. It's pretty dope. It says, uh, be yourself. Nobody likes you anyways. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> so good. I can relate. I love it. This is a Kimber gift. This is cool, right? Yeah, I yeah, love it. It's fun. So it is fun. I know. It's cool. <laughs> Your style is definitely um, outshining mine lately. You know, I used to be the one that was, you know. I went all out with the style, but not so much anymore. I uh, I started. I decided to do this like podcast shirt thing, so I try to find shirts for the podcast. Then I usually only wear them once, but uh, but it's a it's a tax write off, so it's good because I do wear them for work, and then I'm and then I throw them. I just give them away or something. Don't give that one away. Many. That one's great. This one I'm gonna keep. Yeah, it'll probably end up in Kimber's closet though. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> so okay, we're talking about balance, not handstand balance, but actual life balance. Life balance in regards to competing and life in general, because there's a lot that goes into it. And I think it's a word that's kind of lost its meaning in a way. Um, and I think it's a word that people use as an excuse to go all out in the off season. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you personally define balance? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I think it's highly, it's highly, here's the thing. It's highly based on the goal, on the real goal. So is my real goal to still be one of the best trainers in the world, and it is, right? So therefore, that determines how much balance I'm allotted, right? If my real goal was, okay, I'm actually trying to retire, then the balance would be allotted greater in the rest department, right? But you have to first, I feel like you have to first look at what's the real goal. And there's this, there's this um, saying, you know, I say, and it is, Choose your discomfort or your discomfort will choose you. Okay. And what that basically means is, and this is something I kind of live by, what that basically means is there's no getting away from discomfort. And we have to accept that. You know, if you want to have this easy life that's super comfortable, 
you're going to end up uncomfortable, okay? Because look at the guy who's living that easy life that's super comfortable. What is he doing? Right, let's just say he's barely working. He's whatever. He's at the beach all day long. Maybe he's, he's a whatever he's doing. He's on the internet all day long, whatever the case may be. And he's not working that much, right? So what's his discomfort in relation to that, right? His discomfort in relation to that, he's probably living at his mom's house, some crappy apartment, and his discomfort is like, man, I'm single, I'm living at my mom's house still, I haven't done anything with my life, but he has the comfort, right, of the other part of it. So your discomfort is going to choose you, whether you choose it or not. So another example would be, okay, I'm not going to follow my diet at all because I want ultimate balance, right, because I want to be just super comfortable. So what happens in that scenario? Okay, I'm not following my diet at all, I gained 20 pounds, 30 pounds, and now I'm super uncomfortable with this 20, 30 pounds, right? So your discomfort will choose you whether you choose it or not. So choose your discomfort. Don't let your discomfort choose you. So in my scenario, you know, yeah, the discomfort is I work a lot every day. I don't know the last time I didn't, you know, at least have a day on doing emails or whatever, which is fine. I choose my discomfort because if I don't, the opposite end of that is I'm going to be back in the gym, personal training seven days a week, right? To, to, and which is cool. I liked it, but it wasn't the most comfortable I could be, right? So I'm choosing my discomfort for the, the, the lesser of the two for my be- the best balance for me, right? So you have to look at what's the balance that you're trying to achieve. What's the discomfort threshold that you're willing to endure to not go into the other discomfort that is probably greater than the discomfort of actually doing the work, right? So that's a, a deep one, right? Deep one for you. But I, I think it's, it's, it's relevant though, right? And it's like, yeah. it's a real thing. Because I think that a lot of times people will say the balance thing, and they'll talk about, you know, food and not eating right. Um, or, you know, you, you you sacrifice too much with your diet, especially you. They'll say it a lot about, you know, oh, she's always on prep. I couldn't live like that. No, no, no. She's choosing her discomfort, right? Her discomfort is not competing at all. Her discomfort is not doing, you know, being competition ready and like doing shows, like multiple shows a year. That's uncomfortable for you. You like doing shows. So you're choosing your discomfort, right? You're choosing your balance. So I don't know. I think that that's the first thing we have to look at. Right. Exactly. You know, I think like a lot of people don't even realize like how, I guess, in a way, I, I, I do have quite a bit of balance, I would say. You know, for example, if somebody asks me like, what do I like to do for fun? You might be surprised that it's pretty like mundane things. You know, it's like going grocery shopping and go- going to the clearance section and finding good deals, <laughs> watching Netflix documentary. Like you might think that like, for someone like myself, I would want to do something like skydiving or something crazy. But no, it's really just like average stuff is what I honestly like to do for fun. And here's why. I feel like my life is so exciting and and full of adrenaline and um, just, you know, all the feels. Because <laughs> I compete a lot. I travel a lot. I do seminars a lot. I, you know, I, I, I get... I have a cool life where I can do that and, you know, experience all these new places and um, meet new people that, like, whenever I have my free time, I just like to chill. Like, I really just like to chill because for me, if I continue to live that exciting life and then I did the exciting stuff, like, on days that I'm off, for me, that would be, like, a bit overwhelming, you know? So I like to have what I like to call do-nothing days, which – I'm, I am still doing stuff like I'm still working out and stuff like that. But like where I'm just like chilling at home, just like a me day, like where no one's going to look at me, like stop looking at me. Don't look at me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's just, you know, I, I if I'm around too many people for too long and I travel too much within the span of a month, I will get overwhelmed and I will just be like, I just need a day just to do nothing. You know, so I know you're not like that because you are a busy bee. Like, what are they, a type A personality? You always got to yeah, be unfortunately. doing something busy, busy, <laughs> busy, busy. For me, I enjoy, like, days where I'm, you know, still productive but in a different way. Like, maybe doing some housework or just going grocery shopping or, you know, just having my me time. Um, and then, you know, the exciting thing is I get to compete and I get to travel. And that's fun. So it's a good balance for me. Yeah. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that you're, um, yeah, and it's, I think everyone just has to determine their own balance, but also just, you know, look at their goals and what the what the end outcome that they want from that. You know, I think that um, the other thing too is that we, as a, 
society like come up with this norm but it's whatever your norm is right whatever society's norm is and we try to pull everyone else into that because it's comfortable because we're used to it and we say oh you're living unbalanced you need to live like my balance because my idea of balance is this and your idea of balance is something different but you're wrong yeah right (laughs) that's and that's the thing and so people will see these extremes and be like oh that's just that's just so much we're like well I'm kind of happy with it. It's cool. You know, um, like I, I try to take Sundays and do like as little as possible. There's always something that you have to do. You know, we have a lot of clients, something always going to come up, but um, it, it's a pretty minimal, pretty minimal day for me. And so I try to do that and I try to spend that day like just like just a Kimber day with me and her and just like doing something, we go to church, work out, like our food, like it's like a whole thing. And so that day really helps me throughout the whole week to like try to really, um, charge yeah exactly just like filling up the battery so you can be social and happy and friendly yeah and i feel like if i have too many disruptions on that sunday and i just need the sunday and i just have too many disruptions on that sunday then it it accumulates and it feels like you're accumulating days and days and days that's why i hate like sunday shows (laughs) sunday Sunday shows the worst and it's like you'll see it a lot a lot more overseas than you do here but there's a lot of sunday shows overseas arnold classic uk sunday you know it's uh yeah there's a lot of those it just especially the last like few years it's been more Sundays like the last couple years really and I know there's like a difference on venues on the Arnold UK that's not the scenario it's just a big show so it's like multiple days but a lot of the like promoters in other areas you'll get um it's usually a little bit lower cost to rent the venue on a Sunday and they're trying to you know get a nicer venue so they'll do it on Sunday that type of thing so so that's that's the reasoning why you get some of these Sunday shows it's just cost effective you know but um, yeah, it's it's definitely tough when you're when you have those accumulated days. So I do get it too. There is a so my balance is that. That's where yeah. my my line is there. Um, maybe a Sunday show here and there, but like every week when I was running into those, like in in Europe, I was like, man, this is hard because you have people checking in at their their eight a.m., which is my like whatever a.m. <laughs> you know, usually like twelve a.m., four a.m., depending on on what it is on their on their show days and stuff. So that becomes a little tough. So that's like where my, my line is for me. And I'm happy pretty much any other way past that. But I've, I've kind of over the years found what was the best for me. You know, I used to just work, 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 and then I'd be so tired and exhausted that I wouldn't want to do it. Right. And so, um, yeah, so for me, that's, that's where it's at. And when it was, when I was in prep mode, when I was like doing shows, um, I, I, I was able to stay in the zone for a very long time. I would do a cluster of shows. That's what worked for me. So I would do, you know, my prep would be like 16 weeks for the first show. And then I would stay in shape for like an additional three to four months. And so I would do like a cluster of shows for that 30 weeks or so. So I would be like, first show, work hard, 16 weeks, perfect diet, perfect everything, cardio, all that. And then try to kind of progress to the next show and try to do three months, four months of shows and do as like many as I could and try to improve on each one um, if, I was, if I was there. But I was, I was pretty close to like where I needed to be. And so I didn't need to make like huge improvements from show to show. But if you do need to make huge improvements from show to show, I don't think that's the right method. I think if you're, um, you do, you do a show and they say you need to be a lot bigger, whatever. I think that you should take some time after that show and then, and then make some improvements and then go again. And then we go into the balance season right after that. And that's where I think where this topic probably needs to go. Yeah. Balance in the off season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause they'll, it's like, the people that, um, you know, go way too overboard in the off season are kind of like the all or nothing people, right? Like either they're on or they're off. There's no in between. And I feel like the off season should be like that in between time, right? You're still trying to keep in shape, stay healthy, eat healthy foods, still get your workouts in, but maybe not to the extent as like active prep, right? Whereas some people think of the in season, off season as like off and on, like, you're either on or you're off, but there's no in between. So yeah. like they take the opportunity of off season to, you know, really just go overboard and it doesn't even matter because they're not prepping currently. They're just, you know, off season. Yeah. And that's, that's an off season, not an improvement season. There's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's where the choose your discomfort com- comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. Because you never, you never see a girl who puts on, you know, 25 pounds, 30 pounds in the off season and says, oh, I'm really glad I put on these 25, 30 pounds, right? They're uncomfortable at those 30 pounds. They're like, oh, I really ruined my off season. I really went too far. Um, it's going to take so much work to get it off now. I lost all that hard work. Like it's a whole, it's a whole thing of, of once they reach that point. And, you know, I've seen it happen at least a hundred times in my career 
where someone went too far in the offseason, maybe they just disappeared from their coach, they stopped checking in, they put on a ton of weight, and they're like, okay, now let's now let's get it off. And I'm like, okay, cool, you did this in two months, so you dieted for eight months, then you put it back on in six weeks, two months. You have not fully been through the process of reversing and getting your metabolism fully corrected and maybe hormonally fully corrected to the point where it's just going to now fall off. So now you're up heavier than when you originally started, and you're in a less likely place to lose body fat at the same rate you were losing it before. So now it's harder and you're heavier and now you're not feeling as great. And again, choose your discomfort because your discomfort will choose you. And this is exactly what happens in this, in these off seasons with no balance, right? So the discomfort for the, you know, the person, um, the you know theoretical person I'm talking about is okay, I could have been in the middle, I could have been a little cleaner and still paid attention and maybe only put on 15 pounds, maybe maybe if you're a taller girl, 20 pounds or something, right? I think uh, just to get some clarification, if you're on a long season, I think 12% above your stage weight, it's like very realistic, you know? That means if you're 100 pounds on stage, you'd be 12 pounds up, you know, if you're 150 pounds on stage, you're 18 pounds up, I think that's pretty realistic. Um, so, Maybe, you know, you chose the discomfort of eating somewhat clean, not eating everything you saw and going donut crazy for, you know, three days after the shows, whatever, right? So, yeah, you chose the discomfort of sticking to that balance, a little bit leaning on the I want to stay lean side. That's the discomfort there. And then your your end result is a lot higher level or a lot less uncomfortable place at the end result of staying a little bit cleaner in the off season and going through the discomfort of eating a little bit cleaner. But I'll promise you this, the discomfort of being 30 pounds over stage weight is way more than the discomfort of eating a little bit less and a little bit cleaner in that in-between period. I could, I'll promise you that as a coach, I've seen it so many times and it's just, it's, it's sad because we always talk about it, you know, but there is balance and then there's real, there's reality of things too. So, um, you know, like when we talk about people who just go off the walls and they just, they have no balance and it's important, you know, balance is not eating nothing but tilapia and asparagus for 16 weeks and then eating anything you want in the off season. That's also not balanced, you know, like balance is the in between of those two, right? Like it's like a teeter totter, right? You know? Yeah. If you go all like, you know, just super strict with that asparagus and tilapia and kind of like weighs down the teeter totter in the in season and then whenever the opposite, you go way off in the off season. It just, you know, it's not level. So, yeah, you know, I like to think of it like that, like a literal balance, like teeter totter. I, you know, it's funny is I think of maybe I maybe I underestimate how I deliver prep, right? And how I because I was I was talking to someone here the other day, um, and she'll know who she is when she watches this. <laughs> and and uh, she was talking about she was like, yeah, I just can't. I can't do, she was like talking about doing simple things in life, like going to the, going to like the DMV and going to, um, just like simple things in life. And she was like, yeah, I'm just going to wait till after the show, wait till after the show, wait till after the show. And I was like, what is it about the show that's taking so much of your life? Like, I don't understand what's so different about you competing that you can't even do basic functions <laughs> in the world. You know, I'm like, what do you, let's break it down. What are you doing? Okay. So when you are not in season, what, how much time do you spend in the gym working out? She's like, I lift for like an hour. I said, okay. And when you're in season, how long do you lift for? She's like an hour, hour and 10. I'm like, okay. So maybe 10 minutes difference of you lifting versus you lifting off season and in season. It's the same, right? How much cardio, what's the cardio difference? And she was doing like 40 minutes of cardio. She's like, well, I do like 40 minutes right now. Cause she's getting closer to her show like five days a week right now. I said, and then when you're in season, how much do you do? She's like 15 minutes pretty much every day. I'm like, okay, so 25 minutes. So we're talking about 25 to 30 minutes extra in your day, 20 to 25 to 35 minutes extra in your day is keeping you from living your life. <laughs> like, come, I'm like, what's the difference of like your food prep? Are you still like kind of cooking foods and prepping foods and whatever? She's like, yeah, but I'll eat out like once. Okay, so I'm like, okay, so you're prepping food one day, two days a week. And then you're, you're in your off season, you're prepping food pretty much two days a week, just maybe a little bit less, Yeah. She's like, yeah. I'm like, so the timing we're talking about here <laughs> accumulated over six days, like six days was like 30 minutes times six, like 180 minutes is keeping you from living your life. And now you're like, when the off season comes around, the relief of, oh, I can do everything now. And I'm like, no, you could have done everything the whole time. And that's yeah. where, that's where I think people get really um, 
into this re like this cyclical cycle, right? Because they're not looking at it like it's like only focus is this, and then it's like freedom after this. Versus like if you looked at the show and we're like, this is pretty normal life. I'm just eating clean. I have a lot of options like you do, like you mix your sauces and different proteins or whatever. And then you go into in season or off season, you're just doing a little bit less cardio. Like what's, I just don't see it. I just don't see the big giant difference between the two, you know? And it's, it's so minimal that I don't see why people can't live balanced because it is so minimal. And if you look at it that way and you look at it like, okay, I'm just moving a little bit more and eating a little bit less, but it's the same foods I was eating all along anyway. So it's not that big of a difference. I don't think you run into this issue with even trying to really find balance. I think that it's like kind of inherently there <laughs> because it isn't that much different. You know, it's not that much different. Like me, I'm kind of just working out to be fit right now. And I'm like, oh, I just want to stay fit, sunny, healthy, you know, be relatively lean. But for me to do prep, it really wouldn't be that much different. I'd, eat, I'd just tr track my foods, be a little bit different and maybe work out a little bit harder. But it's not like, and add some, a little bit of cardio, right? It's not that much different than what I'm already doing. That's what I think people need to really like look at and take a step back and be like, okay, how do I live balanced? Like I'm already kind of doing it. I'm just looking at it like it's such a task, like the show prep. Like people look at it like, oh, this daunting task. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> I'm like, it's not that much crazy what you, like what are you saying you wouldn't do? Like what wouldn't you do if you weren't doing a show? You're just not going to work out and eat whatever you want? <laughs> like is that the life you want to live? Right. Is that the balance you strive for? So I don't know. It's weird to me this whole balance thing because I just feel like it's you're pretty close to there already, you know. I don't mm -hmm. know. Am I crazy with that? No, I don't. you're. You know, you. I ran on the same page as you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think uh, a lot of times people just overthink it and think that they're not able to do certain things or go to a fun event if they get um, asked to just because they're in prep, and that's not the case. There's so many ways around it. It's like. You know, it shouldn't really prevent you from living your normal everyday life. Just a little extra effort and a little less food sometimes, but like it's not, not that serious. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so crazy for me to say, but it's not that serious. You know, you can still live a normal life. You know, it's not, um, it's not going to hinder you that much, or it shouldn't anyway. Yeah. So, so I I think that. Um, balance can be broken up into three different categories, physical, mental, and family, social, slash work. Um, physical, you know, being balanced physically kind of goes into what we were talking about. Like, are you going to stay lean in the off season and stay close to your stage weight? Or are you going to put on so much weight that it doesn't even look like you were never an athlete, right? So I think it's important to find physical balance with like the off season. Just know that, yeah, you might be a little bit softer, but you shouldn't be, you shouldn't get to the point where no one ever knew you competed before. Yeah. You know, I see that a lot and it's kind of sad, like a competitor there that was, you know, that looked great on stage and then you see them in their off season and it doesn't even look like they work out or have ever worked out. And I'm just like, whoa, it's crazy. So that I guess would be an example of, bad balance physically yeah. um, between the in-season and off-season. I I mean, I'm not a, the best example because I know I stay quite lean, but, you know, I don't think you would know the difference if I'm prepping for a show or not. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying everyone's like that, but um, you should at least look like you work out, you know? Um, you should still be able to wear a crop top and feel comfortable in it and wear a bikini, and you shouldn't feel like that shame that a lot of girls do when they're in the off season and they don't even want to wear a tank top because they put on so much weight, right? Yeah. That's never a good thing. Um, moving on to mental uh, balance, you got to ask yourself, are you, like, happy? Are you overwhelmed? Are you too stressed out? Um, kind of goes into what we were just talking about, how you can still live a normal life, and a lot of people overthink it. But some people just work it, work themselves up so they're so stressed and maybe they're, you know, focusing so much on, uh, you know, their show that that's all they can think about and they obsess over it. And it's okay to be obsessed, but I would say if you're going to, it, it's not a bad thing to obsess over it, I would say. But I guess in I'm using this as an example, like more towards, a number placement, like, I got to win, I got to win, I got to win. And that's all you can think about to where you overwhelm yourself in your mind. Even for me, sometimes I have to be like, you know what? 
ooh, I'm a little stressed. I've been traveling a lot, but you know, at the end of the day, it's not that serious. Before I go on stage, if I find myself being too nervous, I got to be like, it's not that serious, okay? <laughs> you know, so just if you have to calm yourself down like that, but some people people can drag that feeling throughout several weeks, right? And then maybe um, it kind of just stresses them out, and uh, I don't think that's a good balance at all. I think it's it's nice to realize whenever you have adrenaline and use it to your advantage, um, but don't let it get to you so much to where you're just overwhelmed with it, you know? And then the third uh, category I would like to break this up into is family, social, and work. Are you neglecting the people that are in your life because you're, again, overwhelming yourself thinking you can't hang out with somebody because you're on prep? Um, is your relationship still good with your friends and family or loved ones? And is your work suffering as well? Um, depending on, I guess, what job you work, it can definitely, it can definitely take away from your job if you don't, if you let it, you know. And again, this goes back to what you're just saying. Like, it doesn't have to be that much different at all, but some people will make it out to be that way. So it's just important to realize these things and to make sure you're good and balanced. So, I mean, I, like, I gave my example of how I like to balance out my uh, exciting life. You know, I do some really, really exciting things. Like, I compete a lot and I travel a lot and I meet a whole bunch of people. That's my excitement that I get. And then I also like the opposite, my relaxing do nothing days where I just go to the gym in my pajamas I don't wear makeup <laughs> I wear glasses and my hair in a sloppy bun and I'm just like I just give out don't look at me vibes like don't even look at me you're good at giving out to good <laughs> don't look at me vibes yeah. I will say I will say this I've been working out with Ashley in gyms for well like continuously for what five years now like continuously four years something like that um and no one ever comes up to Ashley to like I don't look friendly yeah but it's funny because yeah, it's, it's the strangest thing. Like, they almost, like, avoid you. It's so funny. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I must look really mean. And I train with Sam a lot, too. And sometimes we go to Planet Fitness. Every single time they will go up to Sam and talk or ask her a <laughs> question, never once has it been me. It's so it's crazy. It's always like that. I'm like the, I don't know. I'm not that mean, though. No, you're not. <laughs> it's really funny, though, because, you know, I've, I've gone to the gym with, you know, hundreds of people. But right. girls, like, especially, you know, attractive girls, like, Guys will come up and try to like chat with them all the time. And I'm like, no one, I've never seen a guy ever come up to you. And if anything, they come up to me to like ask permission to talk to you, which That's is so, so weird. weird. It's so weird to be like, you my bodyguard or something. It's so weird because they'll be like next, I'll be right next to her. She has no headphones on, but they'll be like, hey, Adam, can I, can I take a picture with Ashley? And I'm like, I'm not Ashley. Ask oh Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. That's so funny. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's the funny ones with those happening. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's but, respectful, but yeah. I get it. But it is, it is funny. I, yeah. I mean, everyone goes up to you. I guess you just look really friendly. But even, not even guys, but girls too. Like, they'll always go to somebody else that I'm with, but they'll never, like, <laughs> ask me anything. or. And not, I mean, I don't really carry the way, but I'm just like, dang, do I... Maybe I'm just like, I look mean, unapproachable. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I look like I bite. I don't know. Or maybe people actually do, but I'm so like oblivious. I'm very oblivious sometimes. I'll be walking and I'll, somebody will, if somebody says something, I probably won't even notice. Like I don't yeah. notice my, you know, what's going on. Maybe that's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't. You do look down a lot too now lately because you're, because the your eye, eye, cause your eye injury. it's the eye. And yeah. I'm just going to address this right now because you brought it up. Because <laughs> a lot of people will say, it looks like you're sleeping. And it's like, no, when I look down, that's the only way I don't see double. So you'll find me going like this a lot. But no, I'm not sleeping. I'm awake. <laughs> Even like I went to, um, I went to an athlete check-in. I think it was like at Toronto. So when they're doing the athlete check-in, you know, we're waiting to get our numbers called, and they're giving us the, the whole spiel like be here backstage, blah blah. blah and they give you know, the information. And when they called my name, the guy was like, "I saw you sleeping back there," and I'm like, "I wasn't sleeping." <laughs> I was just, it's the only way I don't see double. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it's like I'm always looking down and people think I'm just like ignoring them or just sleeping. So I'm very awake, just so you know. So there you go. So yeah. there you go. Do you, uh, you said you work out in your pajamas too? Yeah, do on my do, do nothing days. Yeah. Do you? Sometimes, oh yeah, I'll sleep in something and then just do cardio in it the next day. Yeah. I, yeah, some, th those are the, the do nothing days. I, I like do nothing days though too. Yeah, nice. it's just you know sloppy bun. Wear my glasses. I look unrecognizable. Just doing my own thing. Maybe fold some laundry later. You know, 
those are good good days to have. It kind of balance <laughs> it balances all out There's the, the excitement. Keyword there, the balance. It balances out the excitement. That's funny. You know what? I think it's just it's just as being a guy, it's just so much easier. You just go to the gym with whatever you're like there's you know, you throw in a hat and you're just fine. You never have to worry about it. Makeup, none of that. You yeah. have you guys have it a lot a lot You still wear than your us. sunscreen though? You better be wearing it. You know what? Sunscreen. I uh, I did this weekend. I okay. was sunscreen. Yeah. I was I saw your snaps and I was about to message you <laughs> just to make sure that you were. I got a I got and a farmer's I, like, no. I got a farmer's tan. It's so embarrassing. You've always like had a, a farmer's tan. I know. Because you never wear tanks. I know. I used to I've worn I haven't worn a tank for like five years. But look at this tan line. Look how bad that is. The last oh, so embarrassing. The last time you were seen <laughs> in a tank was we were flexing in a photo. It was in I Denver. Have, I have it. Yeah. Vital we're at Vital Fit. It's not even called Vital Fitness anymore. And uh, I have it somewhere. It was 2017. <laughs> that was like the last that was time. The last last time we <laughs> saw him in a tank. I don't. I've never saw you in shorts though. No. Nope. I wore them some the other day. It was crazy. Whoa. I know. I probably wouldn't recognize. I know. You. Felt. I felt like I was in a photo shoot, like for like a naughty magazine. Did My you? ankles were showing. <laughs> Did you like shave your legs and everything? Get all prepared. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. That's that's edition number two. Okay. <laughs> My skin just melted in the sun. <laughs> it was everything. Oh, <laughs> so it's like vampire ankles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they haven't been exposed to light. <laughs> Start to steam. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so what else we have on this balance? This balance stuff. Yeah. Actually? So we talked about different types of balance, but I think we should now talk a little bit about how how to create more balance. Um, for those that are, you know, struggling in that department. So I would say um, don't give in to the idea that you've got to um, eat food just because you can in the off-season. You know, it's it's not – I find a lot of people do that. They think, like, well, it's the off-season. Let me just eat whatever I want while I can, even if they don't necessarily – are hungry. It's just like a better get it in while I can kind of mentality. People do that with cheat meals too, right? Yeah. They'll be like, oh, my coach said I have whatever I want to eat for a whole day. So they just overdo it big time because they're like, I don't know when I'll get another one of these days again. So I might as well get everything in, even if they're not hungry. They just keep going because they don't know when it's coming back, I guess. And it's kind of a funny way to think because it's like, if yeah, you know, the food's always going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you can have it. But I think that, um, you know, when you have that kind of mindset, it really kind of sets you up for a, a really bad uh, off season. You know, we don't want that. No, I think that that's, I think that's the biggest, the probably the biggest thing is like after, right after the show, it's like freedom and like, and then you just go. And then that's when all the damage is done. Because people don't understand that when you're, when you're in this state after the show, like the calories, the calories are different after the show. And it's like, people are gonna be like, that's stupid. It doesn't, that's not how it works. And I'm like, it isn't, but it's weird. We can't explain what happens. Right. And, and it, nutrition scientists will, will light me up for this one. Right. But <clears throat> something happens after the show when you're so adapted and hormonally you're, you're down, you know, when you're dieting that hard, your thyroid hormone output is lower. Testosterone's probably lower. Like everything's like just adapted to these, you know, higher, lower calories is higher cardio. You're super susceptible to putting on body fat and the calories don't seem to really make sense. You're like, I only went over 2000 calories. How did I gain five pounds? How did I gain, you know, 15 pounds in a week? And we're like, some of that was you just filling out your, you know, filling out and, and loading up your glycogen hundred percent. But, you know, people have done scans on this, you know, and this is something that uh, Dr. Jacob Wilson was talking about too. He's like, don't tell me you can't gain 20 pounds in two weeks. Cause I've seen it like seeing body fat gained in that two pounds in, you know, in, in, in two weeks when the calories don't line up. He's like, don't tell me it's not happening because I've seen it, you know, and it's a, I've seen it too. And you can't explain it when you're, you know, super researched and like you're studied in this stuff. It doesn't make sense. You know, sometimes you're like, okay, uh, she's eating a thousand calories over her, her, her maintenance calories per day. Right. So she, in that scenario, she's going to gain two pounds a week, 7,000 calories extra per week. Right. No big deal. Over the course of a month, she gains, you know, eight pounds of body fat. No big deal. We'll lose that in the course of the next month, right? But it's not like that. It's like she puts on, you know, 15 pounds of fat, and you're like, what? How did that even happen, you know? She's like, I wasn't that high above my calories. It's like you're not in the same state as you were when you first started prep. Something's changing, you know, hormonally. Um, your body's adapted. You're, you know, just everything is just 
different at that stage and you're just really susceptible to gaining body fat. And I don't think they're ever going to fully figure out why it happens and why it happens so quickly because the people you'd have to study on that would have to purposely gain body fat after the show. And then they'd have to be in the state of show prep to even be tested, right? They're, yeah. they're going to test people who are, you know, dieting for a few weeks and then, you know, see after. They're not going to see the real, the real deal of a, you know, bodybuilder or a, a bikini girl who's lost 30 pounds to get ready for a show and then right after it puts on 30 back. Like, it's a, it's a hard thing to, to really look up. But... What I can tell you is I see it happen all the time. And, um, you know, so working on your balance, you know, going from your show and your and balance of your life from showtime to right after showtime, that most important, that most important month, that first month, first six weeks is just so important in the balance part of it. So I would say the discomfort, right, that we talked about, like, let that be a motivating factor for you, at least in the initial part right. of that, because that's a, that's a, that's a that's always a motivating factor for me, which is I live I live kind of in a paranoid state, which is not the healthiest thing. But every like every like guy who's done great things really does. And I find this to be a common thing. I like looked it up. Every businessman lives paranoid that his business is gonna go out. So he's always like striving to make sure it's still going, right? That type of thing. Or paranoid of his 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 rivals trying to take over, right? And they're like, so they're always doing it for to stay ahead of the rival, right? So it's like greatness, you know, pushes greatness. And I've always found myself being so competitive that, you know, when I was smaller, it was like, there was a, there's guys in Colorado and I was just like, I just want to beat them, but they made me better. Right. Yeah. They make you push harder. Right. Your greatest rivals like makes you push hard. So finding that balance for me, it was, you know, okay, this is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm willing to accept. At a certain stage I did find, you know, my family was suffering from it. Like I didn't see my mom that much. wasn't calling her that much. My relationships were suffering because right, I worked too much, you know, even when I saw my mom this weekend and she was like, She's like, pulling me aside. She's like, make sure, make sure to give her some time. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm trying, mom, I'm trying to, trying to do my, trying to do better, you know, give her time. Uh, she's, you know, talking about care, but she's like, make sure, make sure you give her time. And I was like, so it's a, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you have to find the goal, right. And let's yeah. say my life, my life goal, right. My life goal is, um, you know, spend, make sure I have enough time giving, don't take away too much time from my family, from Kimber. And like, that's going to take a little bit away from my work time, right? Can't just work guns blazing all day, every day for the rest of your life or else my, my discomfort, right? Your life will choose your discomfort. I'll have family doesn't talk to me in, in Kimberless, right? <laughs> that's, that's the discomfort there. Is the discomfort of that scenario worth me working guns blazing? No, it's not, right? So you have to find, okay, that's the that's the discomfort that will find me if I don't seek the discomfort of not working guns blazing, right? So I need to find the middle of that. Where's where's everything happiest? Where I'm still doing everything I want to do, and that's how you kind of come up with that. So you got to identify, I think, the the problem, and you got to identify the adaption of what's going to happen in your life if you don't do that, and find the middle ground. I think that that's it's an important thing to really look at. Yeah, I'm also quite motivated by fear as well. Yeah, you yeah, are. Just, you are. Just like you know, it's just I don't want anybody to to gain ground on me or anything so I'm like oh I gotta be on on the top of my game all the time but um I think that's you know that's that can be a helpful trait it's not necessarily a bad thing um but yeah so going back you know to what we were talking about about you know overdoing it um after your show's over with or in the off season just realize too that your taste buds are way way ahead of your stomach if that makes sense, <laughs> you know, you can want more taste, but you're full like you're, you know, so don't listen to your taste buds, listen to your like hunger cues and just stop when you're, when you're full. Um, so I think another helpful, uh, tip would be just to like plan ahead and set yourself up for success, prepare, prepare, prepare. So, you know, with balance and with off season, um, any, any time that you're not prepared, you're you're likely not going to have the best result if you just think of things on the fly. So having things around to kind of keep you in check and to keep you motivated in the off season and keep you happy can be very helpful. Just plan ahead. I think that's a general great tip for anything, basically. Just always plan ahead. Um, and another thing is to have another goal in mind for after a show so you don't feel lost. I think a lot of times people, when they have that um, feeling like, okay, the show's over, now what? And then it's a little depressing sometimes, right? If they don't have anything to work for, if they don't have a specific date in mind. So you can definitely like set up like shoots or whatever, or if there's a fun event, you know, make that your goal. But I think another cool thing you can do is like, 
and I've thought about this as well. Like in the off season, I know it can be a little um, boring sometimes because there's no shows. You're just not competing at that moment. And, you know, although you go to the gym for an hour a day, maybe do some cardio, maybe it's still not enough for you. You want to keep more active and more in tune with, like, your body and stuff. You can you can sign up for, like, workout classes. You can even – I need to do a stretching class, like the stretch zone. That's just something on my bucket list I need to do. I want to do it in the off season. But just, like, improving yourself, although it's not necessarily um, related to – contest prep if that makes sense so you can still you know increase your uh flexibility you can learn a new physical skill or anything like that and i tried pilates by the way last week i don't like it oh yeah (laughs) yeah i hate it what happened it's so easy was it yeah but here's the thing i guess there's there's different levels but whenever you don't know pilates you have to go in the beginner class so to learn this the terminology and all that and it's just like so easy and then we would do things like okay 10 body weight squats and we have people in the class already out of breath and stuff i'm like what the heck is this? I'm like jeez you, you should go to orange theory jeez yeah maybe there's an advanced <laughs> there, advanced one that you can go to but yeah i need to learn the terminology and stuff first though so yeah. it's like i'm physically able to but it's just learning the knowledge of it and it's kind of like a yeah i'm not a fan it's not uh fast piece enough for me yeah but yeah that's you know, very zen for you i think uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> probably better than yoga though but it's just um maybe if anything helps a little bit with the core strength i guess yeah i don't think i'll be renewing my my monthly but <laughs> i gave it a go and <laughs> that's hey, cool hey you gotta try things you I know gotta try it you know um and maybe you guys will like it i don't know but there, that's just an example you know who does that stuff nikki does that stuff too really she could probably put you through something I said, that'd be fun to see. Like maybe. A, maybe the cover the whole thing, the whole bikini bodybuilder Pilates thing. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? The reformer <laughs> thing, the little slidey. Do you know what I'm talking about? The yeah. slidey tray. That's fun. That's fun, though. It is fun, but it's just not, I guess, because I'm used to like our workouts and I'm like, this is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, you are going from a pretty advanced, it's going to be hard to kind of replicate that. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, okay, well, I don't know if that did anything, but <laughs> it was relaxing. And uh, hey, maybe you'll like it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I would also like to mention as well, uh, another tip for balance in your life is just get rid of the all or nothing mentality. That's important. It's not all or nothing. There's gray areas. You don't have to be on and you don't have to be off. Okay. And that's that's how we find the balance is that basically that gray area, you know? Um, and then also another thing to do uh, to help with uh, balance is to check in with your coach regularly. Even if you're feeling fluffy, even if you're, even if you cheated on your diet last weekend, God check in with your coach, accountability, accountability, accountability. It's super important. And sometimes even seeing yourself like in the photos and your measurements and your weight, that can be a wake up call if you're going too far, you know, too far off. So I think that's important. Do you have any tips for balance as well? I would say, honestly, more than anything, I think it comes down to just daily effort, really. Yeah. And like to focus on it and to keep yourself accountable, you know, mm-hmm. to it as well, you know, um, especially when you have those bad days and you don't just say to yourself, you just don't, you don't justify it like, oh, well, I just needed that. Yeah. You know? oh, I hate that. That's, you know, I hate it too. I really do. That's a, that's a common one. Like, oh, I just, I just needed, I just needed to have a whole day of just eating. And it's like usually justifying like a bad day, like a really bad day. Not just like a, I ate a piece of pizza, you know, Yeah. we're talking like, you know, a whole pizza and donuts and like a whole thing. And they're like, I just, my body just really needed it. And then they're (laughs) up like, you know, six pounds that week on their check-in, but they like almost, it's almost like a preventative, uh, it's like a counterattack <laughs> to like it's rationalizing, I think. Yeah. And it's like instead of instead of my coach saying, Hey, like, why'd you do that? They like want to set you up as a reason so you can't reply back as like, Well, no, you didn't need it. like you know, because they're like, Well, I needed it. So it kind of like justifies it. Yeah. But it's uh yeah, so when you're not rationalizing it, you know, and you're 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 just keeping your and you're keeping yourself accountable and just say, Hey, like I messed up that day. Um, that wasn't balanced, that was just pure me wanting to eat, you know, and not justifying it that way. I think that's important too. Mm-hmm. You know, so with all with all things in life. And then I think look at the bigger goal and find the middle ground of what of where you really want to be. And also the other thing is, too, is I think we need to realize, especially when it comes down to balance in the off season of like eating. 
is your is your goal really to just eat whatever you want like in like all the time or are you just kind of sick of dieting right and i think that that we we kind of mix those two up you know you're yeah i'm just tired of dieting i'm just tired of of going through this prep it was really hard you know um it it took a lot out of me but do you really like want even want to like gorge that much or are you just kind of like tired of prep and you really just want to like a something a little mm-hmm. bit different you know and i think that people will like will not even think about it and they just feel like they're in this you know chicken jail <laughs> and they and they're just like okay i'm out of chicken jail and i could just i have to eat whatever i want like i have to do what everyone else is doing i have to eat these crazy cookies because whoever ate them i have to eat these crazy donuts that i've been seeing because whoever ate them like and that's like the cool thing to do and then I'm going to post about it and show off and everything on my Instagram and get a bunch of likes from eating this donut, you know, and like get the, uh, yeah, you deserve it in the, in the comment section. And like, do you really want it? Or you just want like a bite, you know, like, yeah. or do you just want a bite or taste of it? And, or do you want seven, you know, like what, what is it you really want? And are you just giving in to what people are kind of telling you and what the, the, the social influences from watching others do these same things, right? Because it's kind of ran its course. It's not really that cool anymore to watch people like gorge on food and cheat after a show. It's kind of ran its course. Just like we talked about the, we are talking about before, like the, the duck lip thing, like that kind of yeah. ran its course and no one's doing those duck lip pictures anymore. Yeah. The, the whole being proud of eating like everything after the show and like posting pictures and, you know, crying, eating donuts or something. Cause you're so happy. Yeah. Like it's kind of ran its course. Like we've seen it, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. so I mean, if do there's you, something that you've really been craving, have like a bite, have a little sample. You don't have to have a whole thing. I think that can definitely get the job done. Just that taste. Yeah. You know, I have curious taste buds. Sometimes I'm like, I wonder what that tastes like, but you know, have a bite and that's it. But no, we're all different. I just, I think, you know, if you're really craving something in the off season, there's a way to make it work within your plan. Uh, you just can't uh, go overboard, right? That's what balance is all about. Yeah. Having to try those little things that you've been wanting to try. You want to go out to eat with your family, whatever, but just do it in a smart way yeah. so that you're not uh, going all out. And I think, <laughs> yeah, perfect example too. And if you're, here's, you got to be honest with yourself too. Like do you, one, you know, do you really want it? And if you really want it and it's, and it's like a thing that's drawing you towards it all the time, then you should have that conversation with your coach, right? Even if your coach is me, like you should say, you know, and, and say, Hey, you know what? I, I've been doing this diet, but it's taking a lot out of me. I want to have a cheat meal once a week. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that I don't want to ever get those two things confused when I say these things, you know, if you need a, a free meal once a week, generally what I'll do is I'll remove, like, let's say someone's eating five times a day. I'll remove the fifth meal from someone once a week and then give them like a 1500 calorie free meal once a week. And they could do whatever they want with those 1500 calories. I don't care what it is. And if that keeps you targeted, great. That's what you need for balance. Everyone needs something different, right? If you need um, a macro meal once a day, where at, at dinner time with your family, you have to hit certain parameters of like, you know, whatever, 25 grams, 30 grams of protein, and, and whatever the case may be, 500 calories every single day. No problem. We can do that and put it on your plan. I feel like we can still live a very balanced lifestyle and not be so sacri- like so sacrificial on that and not eat and just chicken jail like we talked about, right? And you could do that. Honestly, most people, not all people, but most people, I would say like 80% of people could do that all the way into their pretty much their last month of prep. Most of them, you know, if, as long as you're cool in the off season. And I think if you have those things, you're going to be cool in the off season more than just being in chicken jail, right? <laughs> the whole time. And then when you get out of chicken jail, you know, you, you, you go right next door to the donut, the donut shop that, uh, it's an interesting scenario that, that, uh, that marketing of that donut shop right next to a jail, but <laughs> seems, seems to be a positive uh, business model for them. Uh, so <laughs> the, uh, the, that's, I think that's the thing too, is that you find, again, we talk about finding your balance. What is your balance? It, and I think sometimes it happens the same way where people, the same thing happens in the opposite. When you get done with a show, you want to go and eat everything you want, right? Everything you've seen, everything you haven't been seeing. You're, you're saving um, what they call food porn. You're saving donuts and this and that, and you're saving it all. And then you go and you want to eat all of it. But then when you prep, you go the opposite way. You're like, okay, now I can't have a single thing ever. And I'm only going to eat tilapia and asparagus. And if I eat any rice, it's going to be like rice cakes, the most suffering like carb possible or whatever, right? <laughs> and so it's like, 
you know, you could go the other direction and then that makes the other direction even greater, you know? And it's just like the teeter-totter you're talking about, yeah. right? Like teeter-totter. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, look at, look at your history, look at your past. What is repeating? What's the thing that's common? And then, and if we can, honestly, if we can get your guys's off seasons, right. And your life balance, right. You competing is not going to be an issue, but if every single time you compete, you blow up and gain 30 pounds after a show because your in season is so, so strict that you have, you're just instantly snapping to, you know, fries and donuts and whatever. Right. And then you go from being in a great relationship before you start prep to you're basically close to breaking up with your boyfriend <laughs> every single time you do a show, you know, you're not living very balanced. Like you need to find that middle ground. Right. You need to find what is going to work for you because you're because what's going to happen in the end is you're going to be, uh, you know, your your boyfriend's going to break up with you year three or whatever. Of your, you're competing. You're going to be you're going to say this is too much because of your your family is like, oh, she's competing again. I want to talk to her friends are gonna be like, oh, she's competing again. She's not going to do anything with us. Right. Boyfriend's done. You're by yourself. And then you didn't learn any balance in the offseason. And now you're 40 pounds overweight and you gave up. You know, you ran your course of competing and now you're done. So like you're like, OK, now I'm. <laughs> What, what did it get me? What was my discomfort at the end, right? Well, right. the discomfort at the end is I was 40 pounds are away. I'm single. My friends don't talk to me. <laughs> like, like find, you know, that's, that's the end result. If we don't find this balance for everyone. Um, so, you know, that, that's a, that's a pretty common practice for these, with these people who go so extreme. So you have to find your balance in season and off season and find where your, where your holes are at, you know, where it's the, where are the holes in your life? Like, I'm glad that you talked about the mental, the, the family, the everything, and, and identify them and have, you know, have real talks with your, with your family, your friends, your significant others and see, and see where you need to kind of pick things up. You know, um, I think that's important. Absolutely. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Does anybody have any questions before we end the podcast? I think we should do is talk about the, uh, the elephant in the room, which is your shoulders looking, oh. looking Oh, pretty, that's an elephant. pretty cappy. Oh yeah, looking yeah. pretty shoulder I've cappy trying. here. I've been trying. I've been trying. Yeah, them shoulders are coming coming a little ways, Ashley. Little little baby noodles. Just so you guys know that are watching on Instagram, this is not the new shoulder filter. That's actually <laughs> what she looks like. We're cooking the noodles. They're cooking the cooking noodles. The they're almost done. Yes, they're past the al dente. Yeah. Is it al dente? Al dente? Al dente? Yeah. Del dente yeah. stage. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, one time I was trying to order. Um, what are those little skinny pancakes called? Skinny pancakes? The little tiny ones. Crepes. I was like, I saw it on the menu, and it's like C-R-E-E-P-E-S. And I was like, the, 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 the creepes, the creepies. <laughs> I couldn't so think of I always forget about it. You know, it was like the crepes, crepes, crepes. I was like, creeps. The guy's like, creeps. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, I want those. I want to try those. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, so, I'm so sophisticated, bro. Definitely. So, um, <laughs> anyway, I guess uh, no questions from you guys on Instagram, in the Instagram world. No? Okay. Well, then, with that, guys, thank you so much. We are going to live our best balanced life this week and go right back to work. I'm going to take my unicycle and just ride it all the way <laughs> back to good. my office. That's for pretty balance. good. That's pretty good. You know what I I saw <laughs> yesterday? I saw skates that were one wheel that they used to oh, have in the 1920s, I guess. Really? They had basically it was like one wheel like a unicycle per per foot and it would attach to your shoe and guys skated around on this one wheel like rubber small rubber like bicycle tire. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I wish I could find some of these. I'm actually going to oh, look, okay. I'm actually going to look for these and see if I can find them. Cause those look pretty cool. Okay. It's funny. They're all wearing like business shoes. Cause like they didn't have sneakers then, you know, they're all like attaching the escape. And it's pretty funny. I, uh, it's pretty funny. Cause out here there's a skating rink we went to and Floyd Mayweather owns the skating rink, which is pretty cool. We went, I went there with Kimber the other day and, uh, I was like, that'd be so dope to bring those. Like, yeah, <laughs> to a skating rink. that would be cool. <laughs> so anyway, Cool. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. We'll talk to you later.